Welcome to the Next Talk podcast, where we share real stories and practical advice for parenting the digital world. We're your hosts, Mandy and Kim. Mandy is an award-winning author and the founder of Next Talk, and I'm the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization created to strengthen families through open communication. You can check out all of our resources at nexttalk.org. We're wives, moms, and friends tackling culturally relevant topics from a Christian perspective. We're sharing what we've learned and where we failed. We're so glad you're here for this conversation. So Kim, I was recently at an event and it was out of state and a dad had a really great question. I love, oh, I love it when the dads ask questions. It's so cool to see dads so engaged. Like, like I'm seeing more and more that the dads have more questions than the, than the moms, which I love. Yes. I mean, not that we don't want the mama questions too, but it's cool to see them speak up and feel like Next Talk is not just for moms. This is a family organization. Yes. And also I have to say, this was the first NFL Sunday this event was held on. And so dads were there and I was joking with them. I was like, if anybody's live streaming the game and the Cowboys get a touchdown, please let me know. And I got a bunch of booze because we were not in Texas. (laughs) Oh, booze. I thought you meant you brought a bunch of booze. And I was like, what kind of event was this? Oh my goodness. We have shifted gears and I didn't even know. Booze. Yeah. B-O-O-S. <laughs> I got, got some. Mm, not here. Don't talk about the Cowboys here. <laughs> anyway, okay, so let me get on to the point. The question was this. I understand I'm trying to get my kid to come home and tell me everything. Got that. Isn't that kind of like gossip, though? Like, what's the difference? Mm, great question. I've never had that question before. Out of all these years of doing it, I've never had that question. And I actually really liked it. I like it too. I've had a few moms where we've discussed that because their kids have actually brought that up to them. So I think that's really cool to think of it from both angles. And how do we answer it? Well, let me say what I said on the spot. And then I've thought about it since then. And there's so much I want to add to it now, which is why we're doing the podcast, right? Yeah. So on the spot, I mean, I'm on stage. My immediate response was something like this. And I'm paraphrasing, you know, home is different because home is the safe place. It's where we talk about everything. It's where my kids don't have to have a filter. They don't have to worry about is this gossip or not. You just bring to me what's in your little heart and what's in your little mind and what you're trying to process. And I'm your little helper to walk you through that. So that was kind of my response is, oh, home is different than everywhere else because home is the safe place. And when I say home, I mean, you know, for our home, it's mom and dad. It's it's that trusted family unit, a trusted adult where your kid can process what they're hearing and what they're seeing online. Yeah, I think that's good. And, you know, like you said, home really means the relationship, right? Not the physical place. Absolutely. And, and when I've talked about this with my kids and explained it to a few moms, the way that I describe it is intent. I say it really depends what your intent is. When your kid comes home, their intent is to process something with you, their safe place, to try to understand it, to ask questions, maybe to get help if it's something they're involved with or um, direction if they're concerned about a friend. If that's their intent, that's very different than talking to a friend or a neighbor or anyone else just to spread a story or to get a reaction out of someone. So that's the place that I've always gone. What's your intent here? If it's to process with mom and dad in your safe place, then I don't consider that gossip. 
I think that's excellent. And, and being able to tell your kids, okay, you processing with me is kind of different than you going to school and saying what you heard. Yeah, That's a very different space because you're telling me to ask what this is or process it. You know, maybe you know what it is, but it's something shocking that you found out about your friend and you're just trying to wrap your mind around the fact that this is happening. You know, like friends are having sex or whatever. This is going to happen. It mm-hmm. happens. Your kids are going to come home and they're just processing this yes. kind of thing, right? But here's the thing that, I, that I've that i thought about, Kim, that I did not mention at the event that that I think is really important because I think what happens sometimes is our kids will come home and tell us something, right? And they're just processing and we tell them, you know, you don't need to talk to your friends about this. You don't need to talk. You don't need to tell anyone else. We're going to process it right here in our family. But then what happens, kids will not do that. They will not talk about it. They will say, okay, I don't want to gossip about my friend or what's going on. But what do we do sometimes? Text our friend group and say, you're not going to believe what my kid just told me. Yeah. So now we have entered gossip space with trusted information that our kid was trying to process with us. And I okay. think this is the point. This is why I wanted to do this show, because the more I got to thinking about it, the more I was like, how many times do we use this information that our kids are telling us to gossip? And it is wrong, wrong. Okay, I'm going to challenge you on this one, though. I am for the very same thing that I tell my kids and I tell these moms who have asked me before intent. Now, if my seventh grader comes home and says, mom, these two kids at school are having sex. And I, oh my gosh, Kim, you went there at seven. Did you say seventh grade or seven years old? No, seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. That happened. Still. Yeah. Still. You said seven years old. I was like, whoa. No, that's a whole nother show. That involves police. But <laughs> no, if, if he comes home and we process it and I say, yeah, okay, we talk through all the things and, you know, don't gossip. Me, I'm processing it as a mom and these are his friends and the age of his friends. So I then have to think, okay, if I need to process that, it needs to be with my husband or my one or two trusted friends who I know will not gossip about it that are not in the circle of this experience. So like you don't go to the same school, you don't have the same friend group. So I could process that with you. Like, what should I do here? What do you think as a mom would be best? And I feel like that wouldn't be gossip. That would be my intent to make sure I'm handling the situation well. Okay. I think we can meet in the middle on this one. I think you're right. I think you're right. What I'm envisioning of saying to our friends is we're just texting our PTA group that we're in. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. To me, that it's just too much. It's just too much. I agree. But I agree. you are right, especially as your kids get older and they're, they're going to be confiding in you more and more. If you are a true Next Talk family and you have built a foundation of open communication, they're going to be tell you're going to be knowing all the stuff. Yeah. And it is a lot to process as a mom. Even yes. if your kid's not dealing with it, it's like you go to basketball games and football games and you look at everybody differently because you just know. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to process that. And you want to be loving and you don't want to be judgmental. And so you're just trying to figure out how to handle all this information that you've been given. So I hear you on that. It just has to be, I think it goes back to what you said in the beginning of the show. It's your intent. Mm-hmm. It, we or It's not about spreading rumors. It's not about, oh my gosh, the shock value. I got to tell this person or this. It's about, can you please help me process this and 
did I have the right conversations with my kids? Do you have any other tips for me? Like, what else can I do? It's that sort of thing. And I think this is a great um, lesson for your kids outside of gossip is just intent in general with their actions, with their words in lots of different situations. And this is a great way to introduce it with the topic of gossip because it's something that starts at a really young age and it's age appropriate to talk about, but it's a good tool for them to apply in all kinds of situations. One of the things that we always say at Next Talk, you know, as, as, especially for us in our Christian homes, how we're handling this stuff is why can't we gossip? That goes back to the Bible. Like, what does the Bible say? And, you know, I love Proverbs eleven thirteen. It says, a gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. You're a holder of the confidence of your kids' lives and their friend groups and what's going on. You're, you're a holder of that. Yes. Are there some times that we need to report things? Absolutely. Are there some times we need to maybe make a call to another mom because you are literally concerned about the well-being of this person? Absolutely. But are we protecting that information and confidence and we're not just blasting it on Facebook or texting, you know, 50 people about it? That's not what we want to do here. And I think too, it's an important part of the conversation when you're maybe walking through scripture with your kids and talking about why we don't gossip. Also, sometimes our motivation for gossip, we can get caught up in that really easy. And I think being real transparent with your kids, like sometimes it's nice to have, maybe not nice, but sometimes it's fun to have the best story or the juiciest news. And I think kids can get caught up in that really easily. And so can we as adults. And so we're drawn into that world of gossip because it's fun to be the one with the information on the front end. But on the back end, then you become someone that's not trustworthy, someone people don't believe will hold their confidence or that they can share information with. And so you lose out on some of the gifts of friendship and relationship if you become a gossip. So there's all these great conversations around this that you can have. Absolutely. You know, I remember one time a long time ago, my daughter came home and, you know, her friend had confided in her that that she was crushing on this boy. Well, the boy was asking my daughter, you know, does she like me? And this was this was years ago, you know, sweet little innocent crush kind of thing. And I remember my daughter came home and she said, you know, what should I say? Because I don't want to lie, but I don't, at the same time, this is a confidence that my friend has given to me and I don't want to gossip about it. And so I remember right at that moment sending her, I said, well, go, go to the back of your Bible and look up some lying scriptures. And she did. And she's like, yeah, I don't think I can lie to him. And then we, we looked up gossip and kind of went through that whole phase. And then we started brainstorming and just coming up with some ideas of how she could handle it. Because she was like, I don't want to lie and I don't want to gossip. Like, I want to be a trusted friend that will keep a confidence, right? And so our whole thing was the next time he asked, her response was going to be, and this is, we came up with this together. Her response was going to be, listen, go ask her. Like, I don't need to be involved in this. And so then it's kind of simple. The fifth amendment, really. I mean, she didn't say that, but you know, (laughs) just plead the fifth. I'm not going to respond to just go ask Mm -hmm. this person. That way you're still a trusted source for your friend and you're not going to gossip. And then you're not also lying straight up to this person either. And so I think it's so important in this example of sending your kids to scripture for truth, because this was such a little thing. 
right? But years later, when it's everybody's having sex or it feels like everybody's having, okay, well, let's go to scripture. What does God say? God knows better than us instead of me just saying, these are the rules because that's not going to fly. And so as much as we can get our kids back to scripture, just for little things like gossip and lying and things like that, the better. Let's also kind of circle back to what you mentioned earlier about reporting, because socially and kids a lot of times will put reporting in the category of gossip. And that's not the case. Again, with intent, if you are reporting to keep someone safe or to get them the help that they need, then you're doing the right thing. That's not gossip. You're not going around spreading information. You're reporting to the right person who can help them in the right way without spreading their information. So there is definitely a line between reporting and gossip. And I think it's important we explain that to our kids so they don't feel like they're a snitch or that they're gossiping about someone when they really need to help them. Well, and snitches get stitches. I mean, they will get bullied if they are continually reporting things to people. So you you do have to be careful with this. But there are times when we cannot stay silent with the information from an integrity standpoint. So so I'm talking about things like kids being really badly cyberbullied, kids cutting, kids suicidal. You know, we need to get a counselor involved. We need to get this kid help to make sure. And so parents, I do want to caution you, though. So your kid comes home with something big like this and confides in you and they're trying to process. Again, this isn't a situation where you get on the phone with the school by yourself without a conversation with your kid and just start reporting. Because what's going to happen is counselor is going to call your kid down to the office and say, okay, give me the rundown. And on the way to the office, your kid is in their mind thinking, I'm never telling mom anything again. I cannot believe she called the school on this. So it's a conversation honey, I'm so proud that you told me this. What if we did nothing and your friend hurt themselves? We wouldn't be able to live with ourselves. So we've got a couple options here. You know, I know some schools have an anonymous text number, or I can try and email the counselor and try and keep your name out of it, but I can't promise anything. Or, you know, maybe I know the parent and I, can I reach out? What can we do here? Sometimes your kid will want to go and report it themselves. Sometimes your kid will say, will you please help me with this? And so again, it's bringing them in. They're part of the solution. It's not just us out here texting a whole bunch of people getting things solved where we're the hero. That's not what this is. And I think it goes back to what you say, um, Kim, earlier. You know, we want to be the hero. We want to be the one with all the details. We want to get all the glory. Like, get that out of your mindset. This is about being a safe place in the background for your kid. And then helping them navigate when to report, when to speak up, and when to not gossip or spread rumors. Thank you so much for joining us, listening, and sharing our podcast. Because of you, this show is in the top 5% of over 2.9 million podcasts. We have lots of resources for you from counseling to live events. Or if you have a show idea or a question for our team, visit our website at nexttalk.org. We'd love to hear from you. At Next Talk, we're more than cyber parenting. It's conversations to connect. This podcast is not intended to replace the advice of a trained healthcare or legal professional or to diagnose, treat, or otherwise render expert advice regarding any type of medical, psychological, or legal problem. Listeners are advised to consult a qualified expert for treatment.